Good morning, good morning, guys. There we go. Yes. We got some people jumping on now. Good morning. Good morning, um, Kelly. We got another thirty. Well. Another thirty seconds, and then we'll jump right in. So we got a different setup because our kids killed all of our devices last night. So we have like everything plugged in the chargers. So we have our Instagram up top, and then we got my computer down here on the bottom. And yes, hopefully morning, it, Tracy, it, it works yeah. well. Let's right. see. Um, Dialing diamond. So already I'm excited for the day. My heart needs it. Man, we are too. Yes. We are excited about today. Our hearts need it as well, y'all. Yeah. It is. A oh, there's <clears> the comments. <throat> They're coming. There they are. Good morning, Tracy and Tracy Good morning, and Sandra. Roxanne. Roxanne. Good morning, Tim. I hope you guys are all doing well. Cool, man. Well, it is 8.03. Let's go ahead and dive into the Devo this morning. Yes. And uh, and we'll just go from there. You want to pray? Yeah. Pray. God, I thank you for this morning. And I thank you for this time together. And I just pray for um, all of our ears to be open <clears throat> and hearts to be open to receive what you're going to be sharing through us this morning. And I just thank you for your love and your grace and your peace that we get to start this week off with. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So let's go over to Proverbs chapter 15 real quick. You know, there's a proverb for every day of the month. 31 Proverbs, 31 days in the month. And, and uh, sometimes it's not 31 days. So some days, sometimes you get a, an extra proverb. Some some years you get a month that, that has like, what, 28 days in it or 27 days or something. There's a leap year. Maybe it's 29 days. I don't know. But whatever whatever year we February has an extra or a lesser day. Um, mm -hmm. it, it just messes up the whole year, like this year. That, I think that was the case, right? Wasn't it leap year this year or something like that? I think. Y'all are all losing confidence in me right now. You're like, you don't even know what he's talking about. You're right, I don't. Let's keep going. Proverbs 15. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Proverbs. I, <clears throat> I don't have a drink. We're going to try no. and keep up with everybody's <clears throat> comments, but because we are on a different setup, it's not showing your comments unless we actually see Oh, yeah. Hey, Tim, it was him. great seeing you Saturday night. Thanks yes, for hanging out with us. Yes. Marsha, we're praying for you while you're in Florida with your sister, yes, for are. sure. Um, so Proverbs <clears throat> Proverbs 15. And so, <clears throat> man, y'all, forgive me. All right, so verse 11, I think what I want to hit on is verse 11 and verse 14. Mm -hmm. And not sure exactly how it's going to all flow out, but uh, we'll just go from there. Right. So verse 11 says this, even, <clears throat> even death and destruction hold no secrets from the Lord. How much more does he know the human heart? Right? That's so good, man. And you get on the verse 14, it says, Now a wise person is hungry for knowledge while a fool feeds on trash. That word trash for me, man, has like this, <clears throat> this, um, this love hate relationship, right? Because I think it's such a, 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 I don't know, I don't like the way it sounds. My kids say it all the time they play Fortnite, right? And so in playing Fortnite, when someone uh, does something to them that they don't like, they always respond with "that person's trash" or "this is trash," you know. Yeah. And it yeah. just has this nasty, ugly connotation to it, yes. right? Um, <clears throat> but then I read it this morning, and I was like, "Man, how true is that?" A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while a fool feeds on trash. And when yeah. it comes to the body of Christ, when it comes to a follower of Jesus Christ, man, we should be known for a couple of things. We should be known for the way we love each other. Jesus said that. Jesus right. said, "The world will know that you are my disciple." 
disciples by how you love one another. Another thing that we should be uh, known for is our wisdom, right? The Bible says in Corinthians that Christ became our wisdom for us. We should be known for our wisdom. We shouldn't be the ones who are rushing to judgment on everything. We should not be the ones uh, who are swinging from one side of the pendulum to the other. We should be the ones who are using enough common sense and who are being who are who are keeping a cool head. You know, a couple of verses later in verse eighteen, it says a hot tempered person, a hot tempered person starts fights, but a cool tempered person stops them. You know, that's our our role in the body of Christ. We should be able to, in, in, in every circumstance, every situation, our speech should be seasoned with grace. We should be uh, the ones who, who bring some common sense, <clears throat> and we shouldn't be the ones who are feeding on trash. And when common sense, it means <clears throat> through the lens of Jesus, not through the lens <clears throat> of yourself, because some people's common sense Sometimes the common sense that's being spewed out right now. It's foolishness. It's not, not common sense. Common it is foolishness. Sense. And it's often its often uh, cloaked with the guise of truth. I'm just going to share truth with right. you right now. Right. You're not sharing truth. You're not sharing truth. You're, you know, uh, a friend of mine, Pastor Waverly Kelly, um, and I had a chance to uh, march with him and, and Pastor Ronzo Pretlow, Pastor Linwood Wells, and yeah. some members from from the church's respective. And, and we had a chance to march yesterday for a peaceful protest. And I love the heart of uh, Pastor Ronzel because he kept it um, <clears throat> on the fact of, of injustice. But he also rallied this whole thing around unity and around the kingdom of God and um, and just keeping this thing together. So it's really good. We were talking to, to Pastor Waverly. And at one point he said, you know, a, a while back, he said, you know, in situations like like we're going through, like the corona deal, or a lot of times the situations that are, that are taking place with these injustices, people are wanting to speak, thus saith the Lord. They want to speak as a prophet of God. He said, I'm not speaking as a as a prophet. They're commentating. A lot of people right now are doing more commentating than they are doing or than they are listening. They're doing more. Uh, they're they're presenting more uh, uh, opinions than they are uh, facts. And and so as a as a child of God, man, our heart needs to be attached to seeking knowledge. You know, there is a you know, and if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, that is our heart. <clears throat> Excuse me, as a follower of Jesus Christ. Our heart should be a heart of reconciliation, right? <clears throat> Man. Man, I'm not drinking that coffee either. That's the devil's poison. But <clears throat> so the Bless heart of from the plant of the Lord, y'all. Nah. There are a lot of other plants of the Lord. But anyway, so <laughs> so y'all know, right? It's, it's Monday. Monday. <laughs> so this isn't even fun Friday. <laughs> no, but um <laughs> So, but, but going back to that, so our heart, you know, the heart of Jesus Christ is a heart of reconciliation. Yeah. It's a heart of putting things back together. We're to, we're to be Christ's ambassadors calling us to, calling you back to be reconciled to God. He's already been reconciled to you. Everything's okay between God and you. We let everything be okay between you and God, but the yeah. same heart needs to continue to carry out. How are we reconciling relationships? How are we reconciling the body of Christ? I think an important discussion that we're, we're continuing at Journey Church and we'll be uh, continuing with a, with a life group we're going to be starting up here soon uh be the bridge life group yeah. um but really continue that conversation around reconciliation what does it look like around racial reconciliation what does it look like for the body of christ to really not feed on trash that's being propagated through news media outlets and who are trying to up their ratings who are trying to make more money who are trying to get more sponsors what does it look right. like for the body of christ to lead out in, in reconciliation right. and guys we're not doing a great job at that at the body of christ even currently we've made some steps and some progress forward but we're not you you look at the you know it's a sad but it's true when you look at the most segregated hour of the week yeah. is sunday morning 
you know, and, and, and so yeah. the, the very, the very organization, the very, uh, the very uh, organism, the body of Christ that's right. meant to bring about reconciliation mm -hmm. to the world, to be the mouthpiece of God for reconciliation, can't reconcile themselves. And, and this goes on many levels. I mean, we were just talking with some friends <clears throat> last night and we have a lot of work to do on, on a lot of fronts yeah. on, on reconciliation and on, um, yeah. on, on each, on people being on actual equal playing fields and not I'm higher than you and I'm better than you and I'm able to do more than you and you don't have a right in this spot. Right. And we have that with racial reconciliation. <clears throat> we have that with, with um, uh, men and women and, and having the, 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 being created in the image of God and being image bearers where yeah. there's not one's better than the other, but how we're, how we actually miss out on understanding the fullness of God when we elevate one yeah. and demote <clears throat> another. And, and it's just, it, we have a lot of work to do in these areas. <clears throat> we do. And we're not seeing the full character and nature of God. No, we're right. we're, we're right. so limited, right? right? So, so when, when one type of person, when, when white males are the only mouthpiece of God, how yeah. much do we miss out on the character and nature of yes. God? When we don't invite uh, women to the table to, right. to speak and to talk, they're good enough. Women are good enough to, to raise kids, but they're not good enough to speak the heart of God. That's right. foolishness, right. man. We miss out on that. And the same thing is true when we, when we don't include our, yep. our black brothers and sisters right. into this, into this equation. No, we don't include their experience. We don't include their, 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 uh, their wisdom. And right. it's like, man, we miss out right. on, on the character and nature of God exactly. being fully revealed. The more we can reconcile ourselves the more yes. on display the character think about that if if america right now particularly you know in the west and you know it's it's really you know western culture that really struggles with this tremendously but if if america can can get it right if we can finally get it right after 500 years if we could finally get to a place of being where we are, are racially reconciled yeah. and, and particularly with the body i'm not talking about the world the world those who don't follow jesus christ man they're they're pushing for this as well but i'm particularly talking about inside the body of christ if right. we can get to this place where man it you, you look at it, they'll know you're my disciples but how you love one another not how you congregate with like-minded look likes right but right. how you love one another well, how, because the world does that fine <clears throat> the world does a better job of it for sure right they, absolutely they, everybody knows how to connect with who you connect <clears throat> with and stay there and that's it right right and we can't allow again went back to that whole thing too man you can't allow these little things to, to sway you one way or another don't feed yeah. on the trash man seek knowledge have conversation man ask questions read books you know mm -hmm. let's get into the the dialogue to make the yeah. church look like the way the church is supposed to look yes. like man yes. you know it, it's not it should not be guys this is this is true man but mm -hmm. it should not be that walmart is more diverse looking than the church right it shouldn't yeah. be that but it is it right. shouldn't be that our school system is more diverse looking than the church you know our churches should reflect the community journey yeah. church should reflect the community in which god has planted it right you know and and that's the case and so we got work to do we got work to to make it happen i mean you know it goes back to uh you know <clears throat> excuse me it goes back to this heart issue you know it's it goes it back does. to the 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 aspect sorry guys we're missing your post it goes back to the heart issues you know um you know 
Yeah, you're right. So Tracy said Satan categorizes and men follow and will divide. Yep. Jesus spoke on unity and being one, the body and the church. Yes. You know, it is so true, man. If you go yeah. back over to John chapter 17, right quick, man, mm-hmm. this, this is a, this is, man, we just, we got to do better guys. We got to lead out on this. Um, like I said, we're going to be doing a group, a life group, uh, a virtual life group with, with our church uh, coming up in a couple of weeks called Be the Bridge. Where we're going to be sitting down with people and talking about what does it look like to, to bring about racial reconciliation right. um, and, and in the church and how do we begin these dialogues, conversations. And I think a lot of times people want that. They want that, but we right. don't necessarily know exactly where to start. Right. And so providing right. a safe environment in which we can <laughs> we can do that is a great first step and in healthy there. questions and healthy facilitating healthy dialogue <clears throat> right is huge right over in john chapter 17 uh verse 21 he says or verse 20 it says this and i'm gonna go down a couple of verses but it says i am praying not only for the disciples for these disciples but also for all who will ever believe in me that means that jesus in the garden of gethsemane was praying for you and i right now he says i am praying Sorry, he said, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. He said, I pray that they will all be one. Yes. Just as you and I, and this is Jesus talking to God, just as you and I are one. And as you listen, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us that the world will believe you have sent me. The the amount of unity that Jesus is talking about here is a very is the is an incredibly powerful witness to to God and Christ, right? So so we want to talk about how well we preach, you know, how great how great we can preach a message will really show people uh, that we're followers of Jesus Christ. No, how how diverse our contact list and our phone becomes, right? How diverse our friends list on Facebook becomes, how diverse our church becomes, how diverse our life becomes, will really begin to preach the gospel uh, to the world, right? In verse 22, it says, I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are in one. He said, then the verse 23, I am in them and you are in me. And may they experience such perfect unity that the yes. world will know you have sent me and, and that you love them as much as you love me. Think about what he just said. So That's Jesus so said, the world will know that you're my disciples by how you love one another. And then Jesus said, how will they know? How will they see this love on display? Come on, somebody. He said, I am in them and you are in me. And may they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you have sent me and that you love them as much as you love me, man. And what's interesting right now is that, I mean, right now the world is looking, the world is watching right And the church, the body of Christ has an opportunity like never before to be a part of leading out this unity, to being a part of of showing the love of God through our actions and through our the things that we say, the things that we do, the unity that we bring about, and the world will see because right. all eyes right now around the world are on every social media outlet that you see, every news channel, everything because of what's going on here. Right. right. And and now it's like goodness, we, every single church leader, every single believer has this opportunity to step up to, and I had the song in my head this morning 
that I don't even know what it is, but it says arise, arise. And that's what um, we get the opportunity to do right now is we get opportunity to, to rise, to, right. to stand in this gap, to reveal what <clears throat> unity looks like. And that's a challenge for all, for much of us. <clears throat> but revealing the love at the same time. Go back to like, go back to over to Proverbs 15 right quick, man, because I yeah. think this is good because when we, when we talk about love or we talk about unity, man, I've been, I've been hammering love. Y'all know I'm going to hammer love, right? You know, that's like my, my message. I believe that's the yeah. heart of God and that's where we are at. Well, that's who we uh, are. That's who we are created to be is love. For sure. So, so, um, you just go back to this, you know, so when we talk about unity, it doesn't mean that we don't have disagreements. And I think this is important because when we yes. think about, well, what is unity? It means everybody agrees. No, no. it means everybody loves. Right. And that's important. I think yes. when it comes back to unity, everybody needs to love starting there. Can we have differences of opinion? Yeah, Paul, uh, Paul and Barnabas, they just had differences of opinion. Were they unified in Christ? Absolutely. But methodology-wise, they, they were different in opinions. Can yeah. we love one another? enough to say, I respect your view. I respect your opinion. Right. It may be different than mine, but I'm going to tell you right now, this doesn't end us. This doesn't drive us apart. Right. I can't demonize you. You can't demonize me. We're one right. in Jesus right. Christ. And we need to make sure that's where we stay. Yeah. That's where we say, you want to give me the other chart, other cord? Where's the other cord at? Sorry guys. We have a kid come up looking for a cord. We have another cord here. Take that one right there. Go downstairs. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. But we go back to that. Thank you. Go down, babe. There you go. go down. So when we when we talk about that, um, when we talk about that, it's like, man, can can we can we disagree? But do it in a way that's civil. Even do it in a way that says, you know what? I'm not sure I agree with you on this situation, but can you help me understand where you're coming from? Right. Right. You know, we don't. Again, we go back to this in Proverbs. We don't. We don't feed on trash. We feed on knowledge. Yeah. And it, we're so quick to attack. We're so quick to feel attacked in all areas that we sometimes can't hear and and just making it back to a simple simple maybe um illustration if you're married and your spouse comes to you and says hey like i i see this thing and maybe you could change that and and my initial response is i'm trying to defend myself like hold up you what like I'm right and you're wrong and we try and defend ourselves. We become on defensive or we become defensive yeah. trying to make sure like, hold on, there's no way I'm wrong. We're not even hearing the heart of it. And the person that, and like I said, this is for, if you're a married couple, you're not hearing the heart of the person who chose you. That's going to be with you. That's willing to fight for you. That is your number one fan because you're, def you're becoming defensive. And so we, have to realize like I know everybody out there we're not you're not married and the body of Christ is not necessarily the person that's always your number one fan but we become so defensive trying to defend where we stand that we aren't able to hear the heart of someone else right. and I think that's where going back to the the verse about love is what does love look like and yeah. sometimes it's and yeah. often not sometimes often it's not standing on guard in the sense of I'm going to defend myself no matter what. And I'm going to put a bridge or a, a wall up between us because you're not agreeing with me. And we, we just, we shut everyone out at that point. And so, so. you know, our, our ideologies, man, our, our thoughts, our process, they lock us into a particular identity. And so we begin to identify with, with political parties or we identify with policies or we identify with X, Y, and Z. 
And and when somebody speaks counter to our ideologies, we we feel we feel threatened. We feel that our identity is going to be taken away from us, and somehow we're going to be uh, somebody different. And so that's why we have such a hard time being able to let go of something, or even just allow somebody to question um, where we stand on this. So right. so tell us about this. So help me understand this. And we get so defensive right away. It's like, man, your ID, your identity. Yeah. Your ideology should be Christ-centric, right? It, our identity should be Christ-centric. It should be, I am a Christian above all things. And because I'm a Christian above all things, and because I'm secure in Christ, and my sins are forgiven, and I'm radically and unconditionally loved, and, and God is with me always, never leaving me, nor forsaking me, I can allow you to question where I stand and be okay. And it goes back to even this whole concept of, of walking in love. And I preached on this this weekend at our church. So if you missed the message, you can go back and check it out. It's on Facebook or journeychurch.cc. But, um, but go back and check it out. But we talk about this idea of love. Love is, it's patient. I've been posting it for the last week and some change now. Every day I'm posting a part of that scripture. Love right. is patient. It's kind. It's not envy. It's not boastful. It's not proud. It's not rude. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with truth. And it, and it always wins out. It never fails. It never right. gives up hope. It always hopes the best. Right. Right. And so when we come to this, this spot is, okay, I have this thought process. I have this belief um, that's kind of helped steer my life. But how does it hold up to the love of God? You know, in, in this situation, how am I holding up to the love of God? How am I demonstrating the love of God in such a way that the world looks at this, looks at my behavior and goes, wow, man, they must be a follower of that God, Jesus, you yeah. know, um, how are we, how are we doing that? Going back to what we had said and um, what we had said, I was watching the battery on my, my, my laptop just rapidly <laughs> decrease my kids, man. Anyways, someone said, I love how you relate to your kids. My kids know that once we go on Instagram, once we go on Instagram for them, yeah, she said, I love how you are with your kids, but they also know that the moment these lights come on and these videos start running, that they can come up here and just about get away with anything. So they, they, they push the envelope, right? It's it's real life, right? Like, I mean, we got kids just like some of you guys got kids and it's unedited here. (laughs) It drives me crazy because I want everything perfect, but it ain't perfect. No. Go go back to Proverbs 15. We'll wrap up here, guys. Proverbs 15. Um, and verse again, this we hit on this last week at some point. Uh, I think it was on Friday, actually on Friday, I think it was. Uh Proverbs 15, yeah. 1, going back. And today's the 15th, so that's why we're in Proverbs 15. But uh, but one through four, it says a gentle answer deflects anger, but a harsh word uh, makes tempers flare. Verse two, the tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing. How you present your information is important. Mm-hmm. But the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. Verse three, the Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eyes on both evil and the good. Man, we have an advocate fighting for us. In verse Mm -hmm. four, and think about this. Verse four, gentle words are a tree of life and a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. You know, how are we speaking in the current climate, in the current culture um, that we're in right now? How, man, how are we speaking? Are we speaking in a way that presents a tree of life. Yes, you can speak out for injustice. Absolutely. But you, like, like we said on Friday, man, you can be right, but wrong at the top of your lungs. Right. Yes, you can be, right. uh, uh, you can be pro cop, but, but you can be right and wrong at the top of your lungs. Mm-hmm. And as the body of Christ, we should be leading out and we should be an example, right. leading the leading example uh, to, to everybody else about how this looks and how we can be unified, even if we have differing opinions. How do we come back to a place of unity and love so that the world looks at us and goes, yeah, I think they look kind of like Jesus, you right. know? And if you feel like tensions are rising and you feel like um, there's 
you're engaged with someone on social media that is an actual friend, like, you know, in real life, you've met them and you've hugged them and you've shaken their hand, that type of friend, and you find something that you've come across that's been posted or said that you disagree with, I challenge you, have a phone call conversation, not, right. a, not a Facebook, yeah. Instagram conversation, yeah. because things can get twisted, yeah. things can be misunderstood, yeah. caps mean screaming or yelling, and right. all of this. have an actual conversation with that person yeah. face to face things are opening back up you can have a conversation but if you're gonna make a post and you're you're challenged to pray about it and then just go back to love post something about love if you're challenged to say something and you're challenged to stand up for what you believe in or where you stand i i, I challenge you go back to to a verse or to something that reflects love in it but mm. don't argue about it Get together. Don't get ugly about it. Get have a together. discussion. Right. Yeah, have a discussion. And you can even debate each other. That's fine. Right. But man, don't lose your salvation. Right. Don't that's you what, know I was what I mean. Say. Like, don't yeah. lose a friend over a social media no. post or argument. It's stupid, guys. Because it's one, we're just not in high school. Well, some people might be in Yo, high school. I'm 30 something years Facebook old. Facebook has listen, and I'm not social media anymore. has allowed all of us to stay in high school. You know that, right? Like Social media has allowed all of us to stay in high school. But we're not. We're not. We no. are We are to be representative, representatives yeah. of Christ. We are yeah. to stretch ourselves to love yes. everyone. And if you, if love isn't looking as if it's stretching you and it's challenging you and it's causing you to dig deep to figure out what, where is that, uh, that place of love at in me, then more than likely we're not walking fully in love no. because when I've had to walk and challenge the love that God has given me and called me to operate in, it is stretching. It is challenging and it is not always and, easy. And it goes back to a lot of times, man, it goes back and look, we're, we're kind of nah, not really all over the place, but we're kind of streamlined. We're bringing it back. We're getting ready to land it. Right. But here's the deal. We're getting ready to land it. Cause my, my max about that. So, um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so when we when we're struggling with that too, man, if, if we're struggling with this, ask ourselves, man, is is something about this disagreement attacking my own value, and my worth? Yes. Yeah. Am I allowing what this person is saying to me to 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 tear me down? Is it? Am I allowing it to to affect my value and worth? Am I drawing my own value and worth on my opinion, or is it coming from Christ? Because if it's right. coming from Christ, I can be secure. I mean, think about this, man. The the early disciples. They were martyrs. They died for Christ. They were called names. They were crucified. They were turned upside down. They were tarred and fed. They were boiled. They were they were beheaded. Right. And you 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 gotta know where your identity lies to endure that type of of pain, that yeah. type of suffering. And here we are on social media, and and we're like, well, they didn't like my post, or they gave me an angry face in my post. I, I can't. Don't fall apart, man. Don't do that. Derive your value, your, your worth, your identity in Christ. Right. So we can continue to have these conversations. So we continue to be unified. So that we can continue to show the love of God, and so that we walk in such unity, such reconciliation, such racial reconciliation that the right. world looks at us and takes note. Man, this is where we need to go. This yeah. is what we need right here in our lives. So, yes. all right, guys, it's eight twenty nine. My Mac is dying it's right gonna now. It's going to die. So we're going to pray <laughs> before we get like completely cut off. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining this morning, and we'll be back Wednesday at eight yes. a.m. So God, I thank you for today. I thank you for the love that you've given us that is inside of each one of us, Lord God, that we are able to 
to grow in that, to understand that, and to be able to um, give that to others, to give that to ourselves during the season thank and walking Jesus. in grace with ourselves. And I thank you, I thank you for a blessed day for each person. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All, All right, right guys. guys. We'll see you later.